Hey everybody and welcome to episode 144 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys and girls, welcome to episode 144 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Hope you're all good. And uh, yeah, I hope you're still on the, uh, the January vibe. I hope you're all sticking to any New Year's resolutions that you made and you're, you're, um, you're well on the way to having a, a healthy 2020 and, and kicking, kicking ass and getting um, to the goals you want. And if you're not, Ask yourself why, um, what's been going on, how can you get back on the saddle? Remember, it's not what you do every now and again that matters. It's what you do the majority of the time. So don't beat yourself up. Um, and as, uh, yeah, and as Peter Crone says, you know, everything that's happened up until now was supposed to happen exactly in that way. So don't worry about it too much and just get on with doing best you can from now on. Um, yeah, had some great feedback on the episode last week with Phil Escott, um, well, no, sorry, that was, that was two weeks ago. I got a message saying how much people enjoyed the episode. And also, um, with Brian Hoyer last week. Yeah, got lots of messages through on that. So if you are looking for, um, any advice in terms of blocking the EMF and rate and wireless radiation in your house, then definitely go back to episode 143 and head over to com. And if you, if you mention that, um, if you want anything done, you mentioned revive and our podcast and you're going to get 5% off there of anything that Brian offers. Uh, also, if you haven't already seen my book, The Chronic Fatigue Solution is now out. Um, you can get it at www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com. That's www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com. So if you've been dealing with a chronic illness and you haven't been able to overcome it and you want to actually look at ways where you get to the root of it rather than just burn cut, poison, the way the medical route do it, never gets to the root cause of anything, then this book will give you the three secrets, the three big secrets to health and healing, any chronic illness, as well as other protocols and principles and 52 things you can do today, straight away, that improve your energy, your vitality and your health. Um, and it's only £7, the book. I don't even get any money for it. I'm just literally wanting this information to get out to you uh, just because I want people to be able to understand that they can heal they can heal themselves and they don't have to live in pain it's literally seven pounds for postage and packaging and there's also an option there to buy the audio version if you want to um if you want to if you want the audio version if people some people prefer to listen than they do read which is absolutely fair enough um and if you have got the book then please send an image of yourself or well, first of all let me know write a review and let me know what you think of it the big takeaways that you've got from our book um but also if you, if you can with the with the hashtag the chronic fatigue solution that's hashtag chronic fatigue solution send a picture on facebook or instagram um for a chance to win our uh, a free 21 day health reset um at the end of the month that'll be given out 
so yeah please do that and uh, been getting lots of great reviews from the book and people have really been enjoying it so if you got any feedback please let me know what you think um what you think of of the book and uh, any big takeaways you've been having uh, as always you can head on over to the revive yourself shop go www.reviveyourself.co and the shop there um for products and supplements high quality that we have there um if you go to the uh, evolution organics link I always talk about um living fuel being the best all-round product on the market by none in terms of the, the super greens and the super berry um we've got liver supporting products there we've got great stuff from ancient purity too in the royal jelly very very powerful immune booster um from yeah from i mean every everything from pearl powder for your face in terms of getting rid of blemishes you can even have it internally which is great um We've got our uh, whole house water filtration systems from Aquatair. Uh, if you've got one, two, three or four bed house there, hardless soft water, we've got options for you. Um, like even the, the most expensive one, £700, and it lasts like 10 years and it gets rid of 99% of all impurities in the water. Um, we've got fantastic products from the Finchley Clinic in terms of our gut healing bundle there. And we're going to be adding some stuff from our guest today, Um who is Wade Lightheart from biooptimizers.net or biooptimizers.co.uk or .co.uk, I should say. Um, and but he's actually got a great, um, he's actually got, gone and put a great offer up for our listeners today, which is fantastic. 15% off all of their products if you put in the code. Um, well, if you put in the code uh, in the, on the UK side, if you go to www.biooptimizers.net, co.uk and you put in the code revive15 you get 15% off all of their products and if you go to buyoptimizers.net for anyone in the rest of the world um, and you put the code in revive us15 you get 15% of all the products there and wade is uh, an expert in digestion and nutrition he's a former three-time uh, bodybuilding champion and it's a fascinating conversation we're going to digestion uh, digestive issues why people have these problems detoxification his his uh his reasons for getting involved in this so it's a f- great conversation i can't wait to get it out to you so without further ado here's wade enjoy the show and i'll see you on the other side busy busy i'm guessing yeah we're on a we're on a pretty uh pretty fast rocket ride right now so uh the days are packed full of lots of stuff but that's a good thing i can imagine i can imagine since um yeah, coming well, I think I first come across your stuff. It must have been about six to eight months ago. I think it was, yeah, pretty sure it was Ben Greenfield um, talking about how he was having um, some of your Gluten Guardian uh, products. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and then I was like, all right. And then I saw you again on, I think it was, who else was, was taking it? Everyone I looked at, um, I was like, right, this stuff must be good. So I was like, I need to check this out and uh, checked it out. Then I think Paul obviously had you on as well. Um, Paul Check had you on. Oh, so yeah, you're connected with Paul Check. That's great. Yeah, yeah. He's an yeah. amazing dude. Yeah, he's been on. He's been on here. Tw- he's been on our podcast twice. Um, yeah, once you get Paul going, he, he doesn't really stop. So it's wicked. Uh, he, he's he, a bit of a, he's a bit of a savant in his knowledge. I mean, have you ever been to his house and seen his library? No, I'm trying. I'm gonna try and get out um, there this. Yeah, this uh, August. But yeah, a lot of my but Mike Salim, a lot of my um, Nick Becker have been out there. Like his heaven house. It's meant to be uh, epic. Probably the best collection in, as a health library I've ever seen in my life. 
Yeah. And he knows yeah. all of it. He he's yeah, he's which someone is, which is exceptional, you know. He he's someone like um yeah, he's got a, a as you said, yeah, like a, a wide range of knowledge, which is because as he said, trying to heal the heal the or injuries or illnesses that everyone else couldn't fix. He's had to go into mm-hmm. not just obviously nutrition, but the mind, religion, so such a broad spectrum of, of things, which I think is fantastic. I'm very, very close with one of his um, master or level four coaches, Warren Williams, who's been on the show as well. And um, talking to them, it's, it's fascinating. It's really weird because I'm not actually a level, I'm not actually a Czech professional myself, but um, it was funny because when I, how I got into what I do is because I was ill myself and um, I actually went around and ended up in, in America and spoke to quite a few different doctors and healers etc and went to Thailand and, and India and it was when I spoke to Paul it was like he had put all those things together and I was like right it makes sense yeah. and so it was a really inter- I mean your conversation with him was was, was brilliant and um, it, was, it, was, it was a long one because there's so much to talk about but it, it was because I mean, you've obviously got a great story anyway, which I want to get into, but it's really interesting to me that the products that you've that you've um, produced, your bio-optimizers, um, in terms of just like, if, I mean, there's, there's different enzymes on the market and there's different probiotics on the market. Um, but the, what also fascinated me was what I actually saw them do. I think that you're the only company that has put a video out there of literally them digesting uh, meat and different things and i was like right that's that's quite like out there it's radical because most people don't do that and so to to see it at, actually at work was like fascinating so i mean obviously i want you to do most of the talking here because you've got lots to, lots to say but um wait just for people out there how did you like get into this side of things like what is your sort of background so are we, are we rolling right now or we're rolling? Okay, right. perfect. Cool. <laughs> Cut that out. Well, you know, um, thanks for having me on the podcast. It's really great to be here today. And, uh, I, I, I thank you for taking, I checked out your site and looked at all your stuff. I love what you're doing. So, um, I guess my biggest passion is connecting with other experts like yourself and people who are spreading a message of, of health, of healing, of optimizing one's physiology in today's world. I think it's an important message. So I think that's the primary drive. And that all originated when essentially when I was 15 years old. And for those who don't know the story, basically, um, three things happened to me that kind of shaped the course of my life. My parents moved from a small village to a no village. Basically, it was five miles to my nearest neighbor in the middle of the woods. We were the caretakers of a, of a, a private resort, which was beautiful, but not someplace I wanted to be as a 15-year-old kid. Yeah. Taken away from my friends, taken away from my community, taken away from a lot of the things that I wanted. But that gave me a lot of time to be quiet and to reflect and to be in nature, which looking backwards, as difficult as that was, that probably set me up uh, to, to to think about things at an early age. Second thing that happened at the, almost the same time, my sister was diagnosed with Hodgkin's disease, which is a form of cancer of the lymph nodes. And I watched her go through the medical model uh, over four years before she died at the untimely age of 22. So she was four years my senior. And so at 15, I was, you know, subjected to this experience where all of a sudden, uh, your life isn't a guarantee. Your health isn't a guarantee. And I watched her go from a a, a a very powerful athlete to just waste away to be 
you know, a skeleton and eventually dead. And I remember as she was going through the medical model and she would be taking chemotherapy and we'd have to drive her from the hospital. It was 55 miles and she'd be getting sick from the treatment. We'd have to stop three or four times so she could vomit after she did her chemotherapy. And I thought, this just doesn't make sense to me in my very naive 15. Like, why is the treatment making you ill? And, 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 and I know that was very crude. But that that question drove me. That question really drove me. And the I third, thing, a, I think it's a great question. It is, and you know, unless those situations had have happened, would I have had the time or the motivation or the drive, the, you know, the emotional pain to drive me to to take carry that through in life? And then the third thing that happened is around the same time. This is this all happened within a couple of months. She, my sister, had given me a bodybuilding magazine. With Troy Zuclato on the cover, we just won Mr. California with two pretty girls uh, in bikinis and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, driven mad with testosterone, as most 15-year-old guys said. I was like, okay, I bought the Joe Weider Live. Maybe if I get those muscles, I might be able to attract these type of girls in my life. And so I went about building a gym in my barn. So this is very Rocky-style, sawhorses, pulleys, you know, two-wheelers under tractor tires, you name it, in a, in a, in a little uh, York barbell set that I had to, to purchase from mail order, if you will, and wait a month to get it and then bring it home and then assemble my little bench and all this sort of stuff. And I started training and reading Arnold Schwarzenegger books. And he said something that was really powerful. He said, look, you can achieve anything in your life if you have a positive attitude, you have heart, you're willing to work hard, and you have self-discipline. And that was not a message that was communicated to me in my community or anything around me or anything else. And I bought into that program hook, line mm. and sinker. And I just started training, went to university, studied exercise physiology. Went, um, and then after I got out of that, uh, I found that was a, com a composite of information, but it, it, there was no unified. There was no direction with it. It was like, oh, here's how your kidneys work or here's how your blood system work or here's how your muscular system. But there was no connection to everything. There was no unifying principles. And so I started looking about that myself. And over the course of the next 15 years, I uh, ended up I was pursuing bodybuilding still and got to represent my country at the Mr. Universe contest in 2003, which was a lifelong dream of mine. But after that contest, I gained 42 pounds of fat and water in 11 weeks. I went from right. Mr. Universe to Mr. Marshmallow. And I remember thinking to myself, and I'm sure our, your listeners can relate to this. Wait a second. I'm following everything I'm supposed to do. I've got the right, I've got the best coach in the world. I'm following the diet. I'm training like a madman. I've spent my entire life doing this. What happened? And, and fortunately, I've met a doctor who was in his, in his 70s. He had just phenomenal energy. He could look right through your eyes. He, had, he was bright. He was vibrant. He was strong. And he, he was so cognizant. And I met him and I said, you know, obviously this guy, and I said to him, you know, what, what, what am I doing wrong? Like, I don't get it. And he's, and he said something to me that will change my life. He said, wait, you've learned to build the body from the outside in. You haven't learned to build the body from the inside out. And it just hit me and it, it just hit me. And the number one thing that we worked on is we started using enzymes and probiotics and, and minerals and, and essential elements and, and, and these things to rebuild my health. And in six months, I recaptured my physique. I wasn't tired. I didn't have achy joints. My brain functioning was better than ever. My skin was starting to shine instead of that pale gray kind of thing that happens when you're, you know, on these kind of hardcore diets. And the bottom line was I never looked back after that moment. And I've been on a mission ever since 
Uh, we've coached now, uh, back then we had coached about 15,000 people to get a lot of data, and now we're well over 50,000 people that we worked with. And um, we're still on that mission of telling people, look, what you put in your mouth is not inside your body. It's how you absorb, digest, and utilize that food is going to determine whether you get those energy units or those building blocks to your body. And if you're not having as much energy as you want or you're not feeling as vital as you want, chances are the first place you got to look is your digestion. Yeah, 100%. Well, yeah, it was, I think it was Hippocrates, wasn't it, who said all, all health or disease starts in your gut, right? So Yeah, I mean, 2,500 was, years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How we knew I mean, that? I don't know. Well, I mean, well, so much wisdom. I think back then we we decided that we're, we're smarter than always ancient wisdom because we've got laptops and mobile phones, which uh, it's funny how nature has got us kick us in the face when we think we're smarter than it quite a lot. And uh, some things I want to touch on there, right, because I don't want to just skirt over them. Really interesting. First of all, that doctor, um, what was his name? Because yeah, Doctor Michael O'Brien, Doctor Michael O'Brien, yes, Michael O'Brien, and it's really interesting because that was one of the quotes I actually picked out of your interview with Paul, and I was like, that exactly um, was like, I don't know if you know Donna Gates is, um, yeah, yeah, I know Donna, yeah, yeah she's so yeah, yeah, body she's ecology very, diet, very, yeah, she's been very successful in the in the field and done a lot of great work. She's, she's you're, you're one of the only people I know who know her, and I'm like, how do people not know her? She's such a like, I mean, as you say, in the digestive world, she's huge, and uh, she's one of the people always talking about building health from the inside out, which is which is really huge. And that, I mean, a lot of what you mentioned there, I don't want to skirt, skirt over it with with your sister, obviously, 22 years old. That's no age at all. I myself lost a, my best friend. He was he was um, 17 at the time, and that's what kicked my body into emotional and chemical issues. That's that's helped me on my journey. Uh, And, and, you know, we scratch our own itch and very similar to to yourself with with that. Now, like, did you, when you, when you went to university and you were studying, um, did, was there anything, any of you part of you that wanted to go into like medicine and, and sort of, yeah. Yeah. And like going to, I don't, so I don't, I I think it's quite just an interesting question because, you know, that must have been, I'm not here to give you a therapy session, but obviously that must have been quite a big thing to lose your sister at that age. Oh, it was huge. And, you know, I, I don't think I don't think I even understood the full impact it for about a 10 years later. Um, so sometimes when you have a traumatic event like that, it shapes how your life view and your worldview and oftentimes your activities. And then, you know, only when I got deeper into psychology, philosophy and understanding the role of these things and did I fully understand the impact that mm. that had on me. And, um, you know, and I think that's really important in today's culture uh, for people to understand is, look, you know, the human condition is 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 a difficult one. As, as I like to say, nobody gets out alive. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody is going to face tragedy in their life. Everybody's going to face loss. Uh, some people are going to face more than others. And sometimes the conditions that we're subjected to are excruciatingly cruel. And the thing is, is what I've come to realize is everything that happens to us is actually an opportunity in disguise. And we can choose to be a victim of those circumstances or we can choose to use those circumstances to catapult us to greatness. And that's a choice that everybody gets to make. And sometimes that choice is very difficult. But one of the dangers I think that's happened in, say, the last 20 years is that we've created a culture of victimhood and a culture of blame and a culture 
of not taking responsibility for everything in our life, even the things that are unfair, unjust, unequitable, whatever. And the reality is, is that's been the history of human beings. And if you look at the great influencers of life, whether it's Martin Luther King, which you just had Martin Luther King the other day, if you look at Nelson Mandela, if you look at Mahatma Gandhi, or you can go on down the list, it's people that took extraordinarily difficult circumstances and transformed them to make a difference in the world. And that's the model that I'd like to follow. That's the message I'd like to have in, in my own little way in this health world, because there's people out there suffering. There is people that are suffering from the, the dregs of the modern food production and distribution system. Um, they're, they're, they're suffering from a, a lack of complete knowledge of understanding the physiology of what's happening in their body and, and the elements that can correct that. And at the bottom line is their greatness, their genius, their, their unlimited capacity is not being shared in the world because they have a physical ailment. And my goal is to reach out to those people and, and take their hand and say, hey, you know what? There is a better way to unlock your potential. First, let's get your health straightened out so that you can be you. 100%. And I mean, that's, that's the whole reason I do this podcast and the whole reason I do what I do as well. You know, as, as you said, like, trying to t- tell people that there is another way. You don't, um, you know, I, I myself went through the medical industry and they almost destroyed me for five years. This is why I do what I do now and uh, say there is another way. You just have to, like, your body wants to be healthy. It's default setting is health. You just have to give it the right circumstances to do so. Um, and once you get out of its way, it's amazing what can be done. And so I'm, I'm glad that, I mean, for my, my thing as, as, as yours, that that what happened, although terrible at the time, I mean, I look back and say, well, I wouldn't be doing what I was doing now if I didn't go through it. Um, and so, you know, and the knock-on effect that has on all the people that I've helped and 50,000 people you've helped, I mean, in, in, the, long, in, the, in the long long run, it's... You know, it's amazing what good, still, every cloud has a silver lining sort of thing, but, you know, it's, it's horrible as those things are to go through. Sometimes they can be the best things that happen to us. Um, not the best things, but the most, you know, the things that a lot can come out of. So it's really like, really interesting. You mentioned about getting into bodybuilding. Um, and at a young age, I think we all go through that. We see the magazines and how they look and we think, oh, pretty girl. If I look like that, I'll get a pretty girl. Um, but like, what, what was it about? Because I've, I've heard you talk about, you're you're a vegetarian now, correct? Yes, I am. Yeah. Was you always a vegetarian? Your mom no, no, no. I've been a, a plant based for almost twenty years. It'll be twenty years next year. So nineteen years I've been plant based. Right. Yeah. So and so, what was the what was was there like? Was your body just not doing well on me, or what, was there a reason why you went vegetarian? No, you know. So that was a, that's a great question because um, for me, I grew up and you know. If I believe that if there was no meat in the meal, there wasn't a meal kind of thing. You know, that's how we grew up. Um, my mother did grow an organic garden. And then when wow. I went to university, I started eating food that wasn't organic. And I could actually see the difference in my my health, like my energy and stuff. And I was like, whoa, what's going on here? And that was my first clue. I mean, she was growing an organic garden long before it was cool or proper. We thought she was crazy. But then I started to see the wisdom of that. Um, the second thing was, is we also ate, um, a lot of game, well, wild game. We lived in the woods, we hunted, we fished. Um, my, my uncle would produce cows. We'd get cows from him and, and you know, they just were grass fed cows. Like no one thought of all these kind of things and hormones and all these sorts of like very, very rural, natural type of living. And then I got subjected into the regular world, if you will, through the modern food production. And I noticed the difference. Um, but what happened in, um, 2000 and, in 2000, I went through a, a massive, uh, I would say, life crisis. And out of that, um, I got into meditation. 
And after about six months, I, I read a book from my teacher's teacher. It was called The Holy Science uh, by a fellow by the name of Swami Sri Teswar. And, and he wrote out this whole book about the dietary practices that were best suitable for meditation based on nervous system response, salivary response, uh, type of our teeth, our, the size of our, our, our digestive canal. And it was, it was a pretty darn good argument. So I said, you know, I'm going to experiment with this for two weeks. I'm, I'm going to go plant-based two weeks. And after two weeks, I said, well, I didn't dry up and blow away. So I'm going to go two more weeks. And I went two more weeks. And at the end of that, I was like, oh, you know, I'll go another month and see how this goes. Well, at the end of two months, I just said, yeah, I just don't think I'm going to eat meat anymore. And I didn't. And it was really that simple. It was, so it wasn't, it wasn't some big cause. It wasn't something I'm not yeah. vigilante vegan that's going out there and, you know, boycotting people and stuff like that. I believe that people need to choose the diet that's right for their genetics, their epigenetics and their lifestyle. And I'm a proponent of that. Um, and for me, plant-based diet was just something that worked out for me. And I had to cultivate a lot of technology in order to make it even more successful, particularly in the in in the in the bodybuilding world, which was very unusual, especially back in you know two thousand and one. There was there was no op options for us, and I was one of the first people. I, th I think I might be the only person that's competed at both the Mister Universe and the World Championships, drug free and as a on a plant based diet. And it's interesting. Was the the holy science that all for that was? I'm guessing he was Indian. Mm -hmm. So, because uh, like a lot of like vegetarian, well, Indians, you know, vegetarian, it's it's that uh, cows are sacred animals to themselves, and um, depends on what religion they are. Uh, and so, it's it's interesting because I'm I'm with you. I've I say whatever works for you, go for it. I'm massively against um, shaming and anything. And I think it's really refreshing actually when I heard you talk to Paul and um, when I've heard some of the other videos, you're just like exactly what you said, do what's right for you, basically your diet, your which is really, really important. But I think a lot of times some people, they, they read a book and they don't realize, for example, like that book, for example, written by an Indian. And so a lot of Indians do do really well on a diet with less meat. It's like the Chinese, China study, you know, it's funny. I'm not a Chinaman, but they do well, on their on their diet and so it, it is it is really interesting for you to say that but but when you said in 2000 there wasn't much choice for you or it wasn't many people don't don't what you did in a plant-based diet did you find when you went vegetarian that you there was no well your energy still still was good your muscle you managed to keep muscle like was it was it easy was your was your digestion did you notice any difference there was you like would you feel well, okay yeah, yeah great there? question great question and so i would say this i started to try what i would call a meat eater's mentality to a plant-based diet and that didn't work out because what i was looking to do is and at that time i was a a, a, a lacto vegetarian. In other words, I would take whey protein because there was no plant proteins and stuff in order yeah. to supplement my diet. And during that process, when I was competing, I went and, and, you know, I was consuming two to 300 grams of protein and that was primarily my oh. source. And that's what led to the digestive dysfunction in my body. Um, so no, it wasn't a smooth transition. It wasn't easy and I made lots of mistakes and that, you know, and that, and that's what led me up to understanding that, I, I was essentially using the, the 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 crack cocaine of protein, if you will. Um, this wasn't grass fed, non hormone. This was just the early days of whey protein, which was very yeah. uh, sketchy at the time. So, at that point, 
when I, when I, when I came out of that and started to rebuild my digestive health, I went on a completely raw food diet for two years. So I ate no meat, no dairy, no eggs, nothing like that. And that was a, that, that was also an extremely challenging diet, both on what your options were second, uh, socially. I mean, it's, it's, you want to, you want to be the weird guy in the room all the time. That's the way to yeah. go. And, um, but I learned a lot. I, I, I learned a lot. And then, and that's part of the thing. I think if people are listening to this is, is for some reason, everybody just wants to, to, to kowtow to an authority nowadays, as opposed to taking a time and doing some experimentation on their own, like do the experimentation on your own, track your results Test your results with your with what I call the Jedi Council with some medical experts and naturopathic doctors, nutritionists, uh, chiropractors. Uh, get some you know tests that we talk about, spectra cell, pulse tests, you know, homo IR, you know, uh, blood sugar and insulin regulation, Dutch test, hormone test. Use these tests as guidelines. Set aside enough time experientially, both to see what is happening testing wise and also what's happening on your own biofeedback. Write down your biofeedback. Say, how do I feel? Am I waking up tired? Am I waking up energized? Am I waking up all these things? Uh, am, I, am I hungry all the time? Whatever it happens to be. What's my skin tone look like? What's my brain comprehension like? All those things. And that will start giving you clues and you'll start to pick out patterns. And as you pick out patterns, you make adjustments. And ultimately, you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the road, you have you have tweaked out your diet to the max, yet you set a pattern of flexible thinking. And that flexible thinking allows you to be open, to consider what's coming into your life. And to test it and experiment with it if it's right for you. And and that way you you automatically accept this, that I don't know everything. And that as you go through the stages of life, I mean, the bottom line is the body uh, starts to degenerate, starts to break down. Um, you start losing essential reserves and nobody thinks that's going to happen to them. But it's absolute guarantee. And is how do you manage that uh, decline and actually maybe – you know, delay that decline and, and even reverse that trend in some cases for at least a period of time so that you can boost up your health. And I've seen that over and over and over again. And so that's uh, part of the message that we have. Yeah, no, that was, um, that's also, I mean, that's one of the things that drew me to you as well. When I heard you speak, it was very open-minded. You're not closed off, which was, was great, you know, and uh, as you said there, uh, I mean, I always say to people, you're a study of one, you know, it doesn't matter what, as you said, people have like gone to this authority and they'll, they'll have a diet written down from them by someone and they eat the food and they feel terrible. And I say, okay, so why are you still eating that food? Well, because the nutritionist or doctor said it was good for me. So cool. Well, when does your brain kick in mm -hmm. and you realize that like, that food's making you feel terrible? It's like it doesn't matter how many studies they've done it on whoever else, your body's saying this isn't right for me at the moment. And as you said, you know, the different stresses in your life, where you are, what you're doing, um, all can mean that your body might crave different foods at different times. Um, especially like if you're going for a very stressful period, maybe you don't want to be eating a lot of meat, which takes a lot of time to digest. But if you're uh, someone who's doing a lot of weightlifting, who's not vegetarian or doing something that's breaking down a lot of muscle, maybe you need some more fresh-based foods. But, you know, it's very, very – or just listen to your body, and that's what I love about that, and especially because your business partner uh, is a he's on keto, right? He, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a ketogenic guy. So if you look at dietary practices, uh, Matt uh, and myself are about as polar opposite on the scale as you can get. <laughs> um, and They both work. 
Yeah. And, th- and the thing is, is that's a testament to both of us. And it's a testament to like, we both have a background in exercise physiology and kinesiology. We were both uh, nutritionists. Uh, we were both personal trainers. We've both coached uh, I mean, a vast array of people at every age and demographics from professional athletes to grandmothers. And we've accumulated an incredible amount of information. And, and, and we have still to this day, we have very spirited debates about various topics. And if you look back to going back to the Greeks, going back to um, dialogue, you know, one of the best things that can happen to you is to have somebody who has a, a position or a level of experience that is opposite of yours. And there is a way to respectfully communicate. And I think of one of the the the, the, the damaging things into the in, into what I would say um, human intelligence that's going on right now. And that is with social media and the way the ma- the algorithms work in you know, kind of directing you into channels, what your likes or your biases happen to be, is that you end up in these echo chambers of, you know, people just reaffirming each other's biases. And then usually the most extreme person within that group now becomes the spokesman or representative for that ideology. And that's what that is. That is really how the cultivation of dogma and these groups of what I call the almost virtual digital social media tribes are now engaged in, in, in tribal warfare where they're not interested in actually communicating and finding the answer. They're only interested in putting forth their limited view on the world as the absolute truth. And, and history has shown that that just doesn't work. Uh, we've been involved in tribal warfare for thousands and thousands of years. It's still going on, and now we have the capability of nuclear weapons. So, you know, if we get into tribal warfare at this point, we can be the total non-existence of humanity. And I do believe that's the consciousness test of our lifetimes. Um, humanity is going to have to be able to find a better way to communicate differences and to live and let live and to to in the pursuit of truth or we don't pass the universal consciousness test. We will exterminate ourselves. And, and I believe that's a checks and balance that's built right into the foundation of the universe itself. Oh. So that's our choice today. Yeah. I mean, this, what you just said there can go so many ways with that. <laughs> it's like 100%. I mean, in one way it is like you can go on social media and or you look at certain things. Uh, well, look, this conversation proves that it's not just like that because there are people out there that want to have a conversation and get to the root of things and help people if you want to you can go to echo chambers and a lot of dialogue has been lost today if you go on things like twitter for example a lot of times there's people shouting angrily at each other no one wants to listen even if you get a good point but the, the fact that you've got the sun and the moon shows you that there are equal opposite things all the time putting together in the same direction you know same as water and fire you have opposites and whatever you think is right the opposite is probably true as well for someone else out there and so you can go on something like youtube if you want and just look at lots of hateful videos of people being in arguments you could do that all day long the flip side of that is you can also go on youtube and listen to people like yourself and paul check all day and really get some great information and try and change yourself in the world so it, it is it's like sometimes it's hard because it's very it's a clickbaity it's very easy to be drawn into those things especially when you hold a position on these things um i myself have been watching something I think, what the hell am i watching this for get rid of that listen to something that's obviously gonna 
give your mind or because not just toxic food but toxic toxic things come into your into your eyes into your ears right into your and and, and obviously into your mouth so interesting um you said that um one point i'd like well. to one point i'd like to add to that and uh, i think uh this is where pareto's law is very powerful and if you actually look at the the foundational components of most of the greatest health advocates in the world about 80 percent of it is actually in alignment Get chemicals out of your food. Eat uh, whole base food products. Um, you know, choose organics over conventional. Um, read the labels that you're having. Um, find a diet that is uh, suitable to your individual genetics and epigenetics. Right. Remove the toxins outside of in, inside your body. Those messages are pretty clear across mm-hmm. the board. Maintain physical exercise on a daily basis. Drink pure water. Ensure that you have your micronutrients uh, in order as well as your macros. And then test, test, test to see what the results are. That's universal. And so if you look at these debates, we're debating the 20% or as opposed to saying, Hey, there's, there's some patterns here in the 80%. If I just can get this 80% done, I'm probably going to do really, really well. And then that last 20, I'm going to tweak all, I'm going to use what I call tweakology to kind of really optimize your diet. And and that's a fun process. And it's something that can be enjoyable. And for those people who are suffering out there, it, it might sound totally crazy with it, you know, they've been dealing with decades of problems with digestive issues or, or, or health conditions and stuff. And to, to get to the point where we're actually doing these things could be fun might, might sound totally crazy and radical, but every single person that I've seen go from this process, wherever they were on the spectrum, whether they were an athlete, whether they were someone who was sick or challengers, someone who just wanted to look better and feel better or have more energy for their families. Every single one of them that sticks with that program gets to a place where it becomes fun and becomes its own journey of self-discovery. And I think that's really what the human condition is all about. Yeah, it's it's it's. I, I want to go into that because I've been because when I um, actually messaged a guy, I was gonna I, when I listened to your your podcast, I was like, right, I'm gonna mega dose with the enzymes and see what happens here. Uh, and I want to get into that in a bit. But just on your point there, you know, especially when it comes to like a lot of. A lot of people sometimes get trapped in down these rabbit holes and listening to people that sometimes like these people, even in, in politicians, for example, not getting enough sleep, probably eating poor food, drinking terrible water, their body and their blood, I mean, your brain can only be as healthy as the blood that surrounds it. They're not even healthy enough to think clearly. And what they get these agendas going and it's like this, they just want to cause friction because if you get the left and the right at each other, that's how you can control them. And a bigger agenda, we can go down that or for another time. But it's sort of like sometimes just like take a step back and think, what is what are they trying to do here? Who am I? Who do I become when I'm angry? Is it someone I like or what? What is that? What what fear comes out of me? If I take a step back from that and I ignore it and I just take care of my not just myself, but I just you know try and live the way I want to live. It's amazing how that stuff is almost irrelevant, um, and you just move forward. And talking about that, it is a fun journey. That's one of the things I wanted to get into, and I want to get into that because maybe you're saying you trained in three weeks you managed to do like 12 weeks of, of training where you when you like almost super mega dose the enzymes which i want to get into correct but but for yourself what are like the what are the the because i deal with a lot of people with gut issues um and most of it i mean some of the advice they get from not all doctors but a lot of doctors some of it is this horrific and some of the products that they get given to take 
I mean, it's like a who's who and what's what of what you don't want some of a digestive issue to have, you know. But what are like the biggest digestive issues you see in most people? Would it is it like is it things like IBS constipation or is it maybe that they've had like reduced HCL or reduced digestive enzymes? What what would you say is usually the the, the thing you see most? Yeah, so um, all of it is really an inflammatory response from the diet, and then the second phase of that would be the um, the limit amount of uh, enzymes, hydrochloric acid, and good bacteria. So just for people to understand really quickly, there's five stages of digestion. You first you taste, touch, smell and chew the food, which prepares the salivary response. Your body starts to chew the food. Food goes into the esophagus and into the upper cardiac portion of the stomach. That's where the enzymes are supposed to be breaking it down. If there's no enzymes present in the food, cooked food, irradiated food, pasteurized food, guess what? Your body has to manufacture enzymes, but you miss a key element of digestion. The next stage is hydrochloric acid comes into the body, uh, which we produce. After about 30 to 60 minutes, that changes the pH range, and it also disinfects uh, from viruses, microbes, parasites, um, and other bacteria. Um, the average person by the time they're 40 has less than 30% of the enzymatic potential they had at birth and less than 30% of the hydrochloric acid levels. Um, those contribute to, interesting enough, acid reflux is probably one of the biggest things. Acid reflux, heartburn, probably one of the biggest things. And that's from a two-part problem. Enough, enough enzymes to break it down, enough, not enough hydrochloric acid, those first two issues. Really? Because all doctors say you haven't got enough. Oh, so you got too much. Yeah. So, so <laughs> if people understand the basic physiology, most people think there's a big bowl of hydrochloric acid sitting in their stomach. Yeah. And, it, and it's not. It, it, that comes in 30 to 60 minutes after your digestion, after your digestion is supposed to be, have begun. So if you have um, the ironic part is if you have acid reflux or heartburn, it's not generally 99 times out of 100. It's not because you're producing too much acid is that you're not producing enough. And that little flap on the top of the esophagus stays closed. And what happens, fermentation happens or it keeps that open because when you hit a certain amount of acid, that lid will close. And when you don't have enough, it stays open and then acid starts to spike up into the esophagus and cause that heartburn situation. And of course, lot left unchecked. That leads to, you know, throat cancers and things like that. And the, in the, 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 the widely crazy part about it is if you go into a doctor, they're going to prescribe, prescribe you an antacid. Or you're going to go over the counter and you're going to get the pink fluid or you're going to get the, the, mm. the pill that's, the, you know, that's, that's buffering acid. And if you look at the literature, the medical literature on proton pumps and antacids, you're supposed to be on those for four to six weeks. The bottom line is that your diet is not suitable, that you're, what you're eating is not right, and you've got to change your diet, and you've got to add some nutritional support because your digestive system is compromised. Third stage that happens after that food comes through the, the body, it's buffered by minerals, and into the, the final stage of digestion is where your probiotics work on it. And there's good, 10% good, 10% bad, 80% opportunist. And if you have a disbalance in that, from the use of antibiotics, too much sterilization, not enough uh, probiotics in the food that you're eating naturally as we used to get. Um, all of a sudden, you've got too many bad guys and they feed particularly on undigested proteins and create all sorts of toxins inside the body that messes up your brains, messes up your neurotransmitter production, um, causes all sorts of conditions. So you're literally under your nervous system and your brain is actually being controlled by the bugs. And those late night sugar cravings, the inability to, to, to stay, I can't eat sugar or I can't eat these trans fatty acids. Uh, why are you craving those things? Well, it's because the bacteria are jacked into your nervous system and they're running the show. 
And you need to clean that stuff out. You need to take control of your body. You need to put the good guys in. You need to get your digestion down route. And then that'll lead to elimination. So um, what we see particularly is, is a few different areas. Um, I would say acid heartburn is probably one of the biggest ones. Easily remedied for most people with hydrochloric acid. Next thing I would say is uh, skin conditions, um, depression, um, and low energy or brain fog in the morning, bad breath, crusty eyes, all that sort of stuff. That's usually related to you're not breaking down your proteins, which uh, I would say is particularly with enzymes. Or if you have blood sugar issues, oftentimes you have low amylase levels and why I think ketogenic diets have become popular. If you look at the history of most of those people that do well on a ketogenic diet, they ate a lot of sugar when they were kids. And yeah. if they ate a lot of sugar when they're kids, they probably blew out their uh, carbohydrate digesting capabilities. So your body's trying to say, don't eat that anymore. Eat this other stuff so I can stabilize my blood sugar. And then um, and then the final stage is a gut dysbiosis. And that leads to a variety of conditions, everything from, you know, candida to uh, grinding your teeth to uh, skin conditions um, again, also can lead to brain fog and a colorless constipation. And so as our company, we've addressed all those things. We create, uh, in-depth videos with naturopathic physicians and doctors and experts and genetics and epigenetics. I interview people, I share that information readily and, and we provide, um, solutions based on coaching, you know, tens of thousands of people over the last 15 years to, to get them, get themselves out of those conditions. No, it's awesome. I mean, it's, it's, what you said there, a lot of people don't realize this. And I think when it comes to, yeah, the hydrochloric acid, especially like people, uh, but it's something they've heard a lot. You go to the doctor and they, and they give them, you give them something to, uh, to reduce the hydrochloric acid. And it's like, that's the opposite they should do. And the other one for, for the skin issues as well, people don't realize that it comes from their gut because, you know, if you're not detoxifying toxins and not going out through it i mean you've got men we've got four ways of getting rid of toxins women have got five you know we've got breath urine sweat and stool and, and women have menstrual cycle up to a certain age if you're not getting rid of those toxins through your digestive system i mean they're going to keep coming out of your skin and then you've got all other issues you know people putting on endocrine and uh, hormone uh, disrupting chemicals etc fragrances but the, your gut is so important when it comes to getting rid of the these toxins and uh, everything you said there you know having a gut having a gut uh, dysbiosis um, is yeah it's, it's prevalent i think i think even when you said about the critters as well how much they can people don't understand how much they can infiltrate the nervous system and how much they can actually crave and they can take control and as you said before um feed on undigested proteins i mean they love they live in dysfunction every time you're angry or stressed etc they proliferate they love that um you know they're that's what i mean their mother's nature's decomposers and they've been around a lot longer than us and they like to like they, they they will survive you know um so always as you said creating health from the inside out it's very very powerful i like to almost call it like gentrifying an area you know yeah, that's you want to you um change the change the area so the good guys majority of the good guys want to stay you need some bad guys to get the good guys honest but you need majority of good guys they want to stay rather than having it the other way around where these bad guys just proliferate take over and then all of a sudden you you just i mean as you said anything from brain fog to digestive issues to to i mean yeah you get, you get sore joints i mean not sleeping properly and whatever it, it can it, that, the list is literally endless and Really interesting because I want to get into diff the different products you've got, and I've actually got your um, your thing here um, in front of me. 
Oh, awesome. The, the, yeah, that's great. <laughs> the different, so the our different, stacks that we do for different uh, products and... and yeah, uh, the different stacks. I mean, I really want to ch- change them all or try them all. Um, and I don't know which one to start with because I was just like, right, I listened to you and was like, oh, he was taking 100 enzymes a day. I can't do that. I'm not that rich. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll try and do whatever. But like, it's really interesting because I just want to talk talk through these because um, there's the people out there. Um, well, well I'll, tell, I'll tell you what. No, we, we do that afterwards just because I just want to say for the average person, in fact, because I think these do come, I think they, I think you send this, this, this out with most of your. We do. We send it products. out. We send it out with our packages um, to people so they can start looking at some of the stacks. And then also we have um, all of this kind of out in videos and things like that at our website. They can reach out to customer service and we're happy to supply all the stuff so people know how to take this and then they can just put this up somewhere you know, where they can uh, see what they're doing and remind themselves until it becomes automatic. Well, 100%. And this is why I just wanted to, just wanted to go over the products just because people be like, well, what's the difference between um, bio-optimizers and other enzymes? Um, because obviously there's lots of enzymes on the market. So what makes your enzymes different to other enzymes? And also, because really interesting, I myself have someone who has a lot of skin issues. Uh, I had very bad acne, and then I had keloid scarring all over my chest and back. And through diet and lifestyle, the scars have gone down remarkably. But having your enzymes with food and having your enzymes on an empty stomach, what's the difference? And Because lots of enzymes on an empty stomach might cause gut uh, irritation, but yours won't. Is that correct? Yeah. So um, partly because we use what's called cultured enzymes. So if you look at the realm of enzymes, there's food enzymes, there's animal-based enzymes. And and food enzymes are something you would just find in food that naturally occurring if it hasn't been irradiated, which isn't sufficient enough to break down that food once it enters into the digestive canal. So it all works very symbiotically. Unfortunately, we irradiate most of our fruits, vegetables, and things like that. And so we don't have any enzymes present. Second stage, second type of enzyme would be animal-based enzymes. And those products are generally only effective within a very narrow pH range. So they have limited use inside the body or sometimes no use depending on the diet that a person's following. Then you have um, uh, systemic enzymes. So those are enzymes that you would take on an empty stomach. Things like serapeptidase for scarring that you're talking about. These are natokinase. And these are enzyme formulations that are designed to produce very specific results in the body and they cannot be taken with food. That's a systemic enzyme. Then you have um, plant enzymes, so the enzymes that have been uh, you know, fermented or cultured or whatever, and, and then you got to get to the ultimate stage, which is a cultured enzyme. And what a cultured enzyme is, is uh, an enzyme that's been grown on very specific mediums that are very controlled circumstances so that you can amplify the potency and effectiveness of that. So if you take a cultured enzyme, it's going to be anywhere from 100 to 1,000 times more potent than your typical plant enzyme. And when people are assessing an enzyme product, unfortunately, what happens is those distinctions aren't necessarily made on the labels. So for example, one item might say it has 20,000 uh, huts of which is a digestive unit, international digestive unit. The, the enzyme digestive unit is just a whole complicated thing. But the bottom line is that's the digesting capacity of that product that it'll limit. The challenge is, is there's the differentiation isn't sophisticated enough for labels. So you could have a very cheap animal or plant-based enzyme with that designation. 
and actually won't get the job done the same as maybe a cultured enzyme would like a fraction of the cultured enzyme 5,000 huts of the of the cultured enzyme might outperform the 20,000 of a given plant or animal based enzyme and the population isn't sophisticated enough to understand those differentiations so what happens in the supplement industry and this is the part that drives me crazy and why I started my own company is because about 95% of the products out there are just running on trends and they're built on margins. So if a new study comes out of the New England Journal of Medicine that this enzyme or this nutrient is good, what happens is they go to the cheapest source possible. They get some slick copywriting, some slick marketers to promote that product and they dupe people onto the next trend and, and they buy those news cycles as part of their marketing cycle and that company might be out of business in a couple of years and they'll, the same people will start another company and another like company. CBD, another. yeah. CBD is a massive one recently. Yeah, that's a great trend that's, that's happening right now. The, the, the effectiveness of CBD, high quality CBD for pain management, uh, sleep and uh, overall uh, general health is fantastic. Um, the reality is, is probably 95% of the products today are, you know, uh, ineffective in achieving that because of either the formulation, the product quality, the amount that's in it, or other elements that might be added that actually interrupt, disrupt, or completely um, preclude that from actually having its function. But it's a great trend product. And so because of that, um, there's... Um, you know, I don't know how many come. I mean, everybody seems to have a CBD. None of it. And then, and then what happens is the consumer goes out and maybe tries one of these inferior products. It doesn't produce the result they want. And they throw that product under the bus. And that's the part that why we spend so much time on education. That's so why we spend so much time in curating the design and development of our products. Um, when we design a product, we don't just come up with ourselves. We actually consult with the very best experts that we can find in those fields. And we sit down and we say, look, first and foremost, budget is not part of the equation here. We're, we're building on effectiveness. And let's go from there and then we'll figure out the pricing and the marketing over time because we believe I'd rather have a much lower margin project pro product that people buy repeatedly than you know, a high margin that we're not servicing our customer and our community the way that we want. And we believe that at our company is that we're, we're, we don't have customers, we have clients and family members. And so we want to treat that person with the utmost respect as if I was dealing with a one-on-one -on -one in person and, and sitting down with them. And, and that's the message that both Matt and I have followed. And it's a slower process, but there's a reason we've been around for 15 years. Well, it's integrity, right? It's everything, and it's why I only I only put on my site things that I would use first, or that I know work, or you know. And funny enough, these are the products I sell are generally more expensive because the, the ingredients are more expensive. They've taken more money to to produce. They're of higher quality. And a quote: I'm going to quote you. There's nothing more expensive than a product that doesn't work. Right? Correct. Yeah. So, thanks so, for saying that. It's true. It doesn't matter what you spend. If it doesn't work, you just wasted all your money. Yeah, oh, well, but that one's fifteen pound. Yeah, but that one you might as well set that fifteen pound on fire. This one you might spend double, but you'll actually be getting the benefit of it. So you know, it's the same as it's the same as anything. You know, it would would you? Well, it's like you, I could put thirty pound of petrol in my car, or I could fill it with water. One would be a lot cheaper, but the water won't make my car run. Correct. Uh, and so it's it's the way. This is why I wanted to get onto it, but this is why 
uh, yeah, hundred percent. It's all about quality and and quality over quantity every time, and it's it's about getting the, the benefits in these things. So, so for people out there, so you you mentioned the systemic enzyme, and then you've got um, the enzyme when you when you eat your food. How do your how how do your enzymes? How have you made them that you can take them on an empty stomach and you can take them with food, and they both work? Yeah, here's the beauty thing. So when we develop these products. Um, we subjected them to a test so that they can survive the gastrointestinal tract. Uh, and what's really interesting is with a high-quality enzyme, so there's a principle in orthomolecular nutrition. Let me back the truck up for a second. So in orthomolecular nutrition that was developed by Dr. Linus Pauling, a two-time Nobel Prize winner, uh, Dr. Abraham Hoffer, and Dr. David Hawkins back in the 70s, and they started using nutrition to actually treat uh, very dysfunctional psychological issues, schizophrenia and things like that. They, were, they found that there was neurological associations related in nutrition and they could correct that. And one of the things that they developed was a dosing model that would – they would take a – they would dose up the product until you got the runs, which is called br- – breaking the GI barrier. So if they were taking vitamin C, for example, vitamin C, yeah. Yeah, they, would, say, yeah. they would start increasing that dosage until your body hit tolerance. So let's say you, you got the runs at 10 milligrams yeah. or 10 grams. Well, they would take you up to 10 grams and then they would titrate down to maybe eight grams and they would keep at eight grams until you got the runs again. And then they would drop that to maybe six or five grams. And then, and then so this way they would build up until you filled up your, what I call the bucket. You're, you had a full bucket. Your, your lifestyle is the burn rate. It's a hole in the bucket. So they would fill up the bucket and then you only needed a maintenance dose. So when I started correcting my own health issues with Dr. O'Brien, we looked at the same model to do that same with various nutrients. And now today you have much more sophisticated testing. You can do a live spectra cell and you can do a spectra cell and analysis, which will tell you all the nutrient deficiencies. You can do this with anything. But here's the crazy part about enzymes. And this is where I'm going. So generally, um, and this is why I, you know, put it to the test with the, with thousand capsules in a day. I'm not necessarily recommending people do that, but I want to see <laughs> at, at, at what point would I break the GI barrier with enzymes? And guess what? At a thousand capsules a day, no runs. And when we did take uh, stool samples, there were no enzymes present in the stool. That means my body was actually absorbing and utilizing the entire thousand enzymes. And in all of my studies uh, over the last three decades, we have never found any other product other than enzymes that you can take in that kind of super physiological dosages and not be absorbed. And I do believe it's because your enzymes, not, they're, they're not just used in that initial digestion. They're reconstituted and used for a variety of things. And when you take the masszymes on an empty stomach, it, and, and if there's no food in the body to digest or there's no undigested food in your, in your intestinal tract, what happens? Your body absorbs and converts those into systemic or metabolic enzymes. And we've seen that with the acceleration of recovery. That's been proven and wound healing. Uh, I had a great story with a friend of mine who had a large necrosis scar on her shoulder. She'd take the masszymes and over the course of nine months, we'd put them on an empty stomach five twice a day. And as soon as she'd take it about 15 minutes later, she'd get red and itchiness on her uh, on that scar. You could see it. It was phenomenal. And then over the course of nine months, that scar completely flattened and turned to a pinkish color so much that her three-year-old daughter at the time said, 
mom, you, you, what happened to your scar? It's, it's, it's not there anymore. Well, it's, it's really interesting because that's one of the reasons why I was like, because all my, my scars are basically, well, basically almost gone. They used to be a big crux for me and uh, I had a big issue there. And now that then oh, I didn't take my shirt off for seven years because I had really bad scars. And, but that was because I was on steroids and on medication. It was in a real bad way, but now they're, they're fine. But I've still got a little, a few of them. And I was really interested to, to, to see myself, like if I mega dosed them, what would happen? I was wondering, when you say like on an empty stomach, how, how, how long would you say? Is it how you feel empty? I mean, for example, if you're intermittent fasted uh, and you give yourself 16 hours break from food, or would you even recommend taking them maybe on a 24 hour fast and doing like 100 through that day? Something you would recommend? Yeah, well, you can accelerate what I believe is some of the benefits of and so why does fasting work, for example, fasting works because it number one, it rests the digestive system. And, and what I believe it, it turns your, your, your enzyme potential away from digestion, which is about 70% of, of our enzymatic is, is 70, 75%, yeah, is, yeah. is directed to digestion. So when you shut that down, you now allow your body to take those enzymes instead of making digestive enzymes, that it can make my a variety of different enzymes. There's over 25,000 enzymatic processes that we know of. And virtually every species, when it gets sick or ill, stops eating. And I believe because it... it, all it, of it them, yeah. Yeah, all of them. And so this is a natural process. And other people's like, well, you got to eat, you got to eat. I get it. No, uh, trust your body's natural thing. And what I believe that adding all these extra enzymes can do for people is that it can accelerate the results of... That now I'm hoping one day to do some autophagy studies um, because one of the big questions is well, can you take coffee or can you take enzymes um, and still manage to maintain autophagy? <laughs> so I believe in my own experience that it will accelerate the results. Um, but that makes sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, so that's just based on anecdotal resources mm. of, of doing fasting with enzymes and doing fasting without enzymes, like right now, for example. I haven't eaten for three days. Uh, I, I'm on an, an accelerated fast right now. I have total clarity and brain function. I don't have uh, any hunger components. I don't have an energy uh, issue. Sleep's not disrupted, you know, and I'm over to carry on my life. Now, that wasn't the case when I started this process years ago. Uh, and I do, I, I do periodically both. I fast with it. So right now I'm fasting without enzymes for three days. Right. And now that we're deep, you know, I know I can kind of tell when my body's deep in ketosis, uh, you know, where you're yeah. running on ketones. Um, so now, as of tomorrow, when I go to the next level of my phase, I'm going to start pounding more enzymes inside the body to accelerate the benefits. Yeah. And uh, so I, I go through those periods and uh, get myself into those states to see what happens. And then we I just keep running the experiments. Well, it's, it's interesting because I want to get, I want to, like, just because got other other stuff as well i mean you got your the pay uh capex which is really interesting but what you're doing there because i'm i might go with the um well there's some really good ones here muscle building stack is, is interesting if you're going to be digesting your food and assimilating your food better you're also going to put on more lean muscle when you're you're going to be able to yeah if you're not yeah you just said before it's what you, you are what you eat but it's actually what you assimilate if you're not assimilating it and it's it's pretty much like pointless um but really interesting what are you taking anything else on your fast i mean would you be taking probiotics any of your herbal parasite uh, cleansing um, capsules or and i mean guessing you wouldn't take any hcl on an empty stomach unless you were trying to it depends because you're about to say if you want to get rid of parasites maybe but otherwise your, your hcl wouldn't cause any irritation so no. having hcl can 
basically what you do is you, again, you use that same component. So um, particularly if you're dealing with parasites or Mm -hmm. bacteria infections, I think dosing up HCL and the same thing, you start at one cap, Mm -hmm. you know, several times a day, then you go to two then you go to three, then you go to four. And when I was reading my- On an empty stomach? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can do it. Yeah. So I, for example, when I was dealing with a parasite, parasite, for those who don't know, I had a parasite that was actually eating my eye, almost lost my eye. I went to 20 capsules of HCL in a day on an empty stomach uh, while I was fasting. And I combined that with a variety of anti-parasitical herbs, which is in my herbal parasite cleanse. Now those, I actually gathered the herbs and experimented and that's why we come up with that combination. That came up from my own experience. Um, So it can be beneficial. You're gonna get a major variance on how much HCL. Keep in mind, I'm a late 40s guy. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, so the, the level of HCL that I might have compared to someone at 20 years old is probably significantly different. And mm-hmm. so that's part of the factor. So I want to use that caveat again, just increase the dosage and see what happens as far as, uh, anti-parasites. Yes. Uh, and the constant cleanse, the herbal laxative component that kind of pushes everything else. I use those, um, periodically. I don't rely on them. So I went through in this case, the three days, absolutely nothing. And as of tomorrow, I'm going to be kicking in uh, parasite cleanse, HCL, and Consta cleanse. So now that I've got myself into that pristine state, I'll stack those to kind of further drive that, and I'll start stacking the enzymes and all these sort of things because I've got my body in that fasted, prepped state where I'm stable. Um, I'm stable from a blood sugar standpoint and that sort of thing. And now I'm going to crank that up. I've done it the other way too, uh, where I started, you know, yeah. and I think a lot of people would probably be more beneficial starting it the other way. Keep in mind, I've been fasting now for yeah. over 20 years and have yeah. cultivated uh, a responsiveness in my body that might be superior. So those herbal parasite cleanses or the constant starting out for a week or two, oftentimes very good. Yeah, also, I mean, I always say to people as well, always, why I always recommend working with someone if they can because, you know, it, it cuts through. I always say you can learn yourself, which me and you have done, <laughs> which, uh, well, I think, you know, I didn't learn myself. I went and spoke and learned from experts, et cetera, but um, it's always cheaper uh, and less time consuming to learn from someone else and learn yourself. Uh, and just uh, I fast all the time as well, and, and as, as you do. And, you get to know, you get to understand that like, you might go through a healing crisis and you might get a skin eruption if you've got something there or mm-hmm. um, some cravings or whatever it may be if you're new to it and they can be quite strong. So if you are listening to this and think of doing it um, and you haven't done it before, just be careful and, and just take it easy and ease into stuff uh, or recommend working with someone to do it because, yeah, you can get a healing crisis where things get a little bit worse before they get better yep. and a lot of people stop because thinking it's not working when in fact it actually is because you're opening yep. your body's detoxification pathway so it's very very and with the with the um the power of these supplements if you're taking some of the the uh, recommended doses on here um they're probably you'll probably notice a, a difference internally i mean you might even um your stool might change, you know, for example. Um, oh, likely it will. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly, most yeah. people, when they first start <laughs> that process, uh, um, sometimes they'll get maybe backed up for a day or two and then kind of the floodgates release and then they're, you know, they're spending a lot of time on the toilet and that's just part of the healing process you're talking about. And that's where an expert 
who's got some experience can really help you guide, especially if you're starting out because it can get a little dodgy at the, the, that, that first time around, depending how compromised you are and then how also how fast your body detox. Yeah. I happen to be uh, what they call an overmethylator. And some people are under methylator. So my business partner would be an under methylator and I'd be an over methylator. And, and what that means is so I tend to process things very fast and very quickly. So if I'm in some sort of pain or some sort of thing, it's done in 20. It's, it's, it's super intense. It's done in 24, 36 hours where someone else uh, who is maybe an under methylator, they, they, they might go through that transition page for a week or 10 days. So. Uh, it just comes down to your basic physiology and a good naturopathic doctor or an expert in uh, detoxification cleansing can help guide you through that process. And I, and I can't underestimate the importance of that to navigate some of these things. 100%. Yeah, I always say it's just like having a, a sat-nav, right? It just guides you through it rather than hitting the roadblocks that you might come up on your own. But um, So we've well, gone through a few of them, and I do want to talk about your megadosing just for a bit. But the one also you've got here, well, two, two more actually, Gluten Guardian, well, your probiotics, uh, they sound oh, – have you have you talked to the guys at Seed at all? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're amazing. Yeah, they're interesting yeah. because you've got like, your probiotics there. And the, the two I was looking at, and your, your ones when I took them, um, very good, no reactions at all, felt really good in them. Um, interesting. You said they're the most powerful protein digesting probiotic ever developed, which is which is awesome, especially people that have struggled digesting um, um, protein. Mm-hmm. With the with the gluten garden, well, the K the Kpex we're mm-hmm. get into, and the gluten garden. First of all, gluten garden. A lot of people these days, you know, it's gluten and the glyphosate. It causes a big issue, and they hard to break them down. That's for people. Well, it's for everyone, I'm guessing, that just wants to maybe have. If they don't usually have gluten in their diet. They want to have a cheat meal, or they know they're going to be somewhere. It's hard to break it down. They want to enjoy it. Sort of, they can take free capsules with them and have it before their meal. Yeah, exactly. So for people who are sensitive to gluten, I mean, social occasions, restaurants and stuff can be a nightmare because oftentimes there's, um, you know, contamination with that. Um, It's almost universal. And so the gluten guardian becomes a protection for that. Or even if you, you know, everybody's kind of like on a, a zero to 10 on the scale of responsiveness and it tends to get progressively worse as we get older. Um, a few caps of gluten guarding before you go to one of these social occasions or you're going out with your friends, you're having pizza or you're having birthday cake for somebody's party. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe you're, you're having a, some food that would contain gluten. Well, you can take that beforehand. You don't get the gas, you don't get the bloating, you don't get that kind of stuffy full feeling or the brain fog that kind of is associated with this sensitivity to gluten. And it's great. I mean, the bottom line is uh, having gone through the challenges of not being able to eat in social situations with people because of my dietary choices. Yeah. Right? And and for many people, that's a requirement. It's not really a choice because otherwise they're in torturous pain for days afterwards. It becomes a great solution for that. And, and also for when you, you want to have those splurge days or whatever, uh, you can go out and, and, and have fun and not worry about it. They've got on here on the cheat day sack. You've got ten gluten guardians. Is that like for a big meal? Like if you're just going out and having maybe um, some bread, would it be less, or would you say? Well, one of the th- one of the things that we advocate if you get into um, our program is creating metabolic flexibility. So maintaining caloric restriction um, has its limits and over time. So in other oh, words, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. stay, if you so a lot of people that are really concerned about their weight management 
will stay in a, in a calorie deficit for long periods of time. Yeah, now, naive. And and what happens is your body starts to adjust down your metabolism, and then then it's very difficult to go off your diet. And then if you do Christmas season or things like that, all of a sudden there's these massive weight gains. So what we have found, uh, and kudos to my old coach Scott Abel, um, he developed what's called the slingshot diet, or uh, and and he would have what he calls spike days. So he would maintain a caloric deficit between dietary components and exercise of about a thousand calories a day. Keep in mind, this is a hard training bodybuilder. And then once the person has, has gotten to, you know, single digit body fat levels or low body fat levels, uh, then what he would start to incorporate in order to create metabolic flexibility is basically a massive calorie day. And that massive calorie day, I mean, would be for most people in excess of 6,000, oftentimes 10,000. And for many of his bodybuilding clients, 15 or 20,000. So a lot of work on the digestive tract, cool. Yeah. So, so although it had great metabolic responses because in a, oh, yeah, he, he would do this in a window of maybe 12 to 18 hours. How old is, how old is, is, is it Scott Abel? Because really interesting, yeah. um, I think Sylvester he's about Salone. 57. He's about 57. Right, because Sylvester Stallone talked about this when he was in his – he said like he'd do like Monday to Friday 800 to 1,000 calories a day and then Saturday to Sunday four four or 5,000 calories a day. Um, yeah. Just made, made his – yeah, just body just ate it up and got a great physique from doing Yeah, and so the idea is that you're creating these mashes. When you were in that – and keep in mind, you know, um, Sylvester is – uh, definitely, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's supported by various yeah. hormones. Uh, the second thing I would say also is that he's at what I call super physiological levels of body fat. His body fat is extremely low. So when he does those calorie spikes, the likelihood um, hormonally that that body will store body fat is is virtually zero. It's all just going to fill up his muscles. It's going to fill up his energy reserves, his fat stores inside of uh, skeletal muscle and stuff. So, it, and, and, and again, it's going to spike that metabolism so that you can do that. And as you do this more often, you become frequently. The one thing that came with that for a lot of people was digestive distress. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they'd have a sleep apnea, They'd bloat up really bad on that day. Um, they would have constipation or they would get the runs later on. So one of the things that the, the, the digestive – the stress on the digestive canal became extreme. So we started using that to optimize the function without creating the digestive health and that's why we would you know, throw in all these massive components. And we've been following that model for many years to maintain a, a flexible metabolism to be able to – you know as we say, you know, eat that food and get away with it, but also not to compromise our digestion long-term, which happens for a lot of people in that area. So we just took what Scott did and, and, and built upon that in order to make it a little bit healthier. And then yeah, of course, nice. socially, it's great because now I think one of the things that people develop when they get onto extreme levels of diets is they, 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 they create these dysfunctional emotional relationships with food. And I think that's the biggest culprit even more than the calories or the is, is developing a negative emotional relationship with food. Yeah, that stress. I mean, that stress can cause issues in itself, right? So, yeah, 10 gluten guardians, 8 probiotics, and 5 HL is interesting. Cool. Um, that's for the cheat day stack. I mean, you've got other ones here, muscle building stack, bulletproof, overall health stack, vegan, ve- vegetarian, vegan stack, fat loss stack, brain boost stack, 90-day cleansing stack, which is interesting. The other one I just wanted to talk about, right, so the Capex, um, yeah. that has actually got HCL in it. Yes, it does. Yeah. So that was like a, a, a standalone product 
particularly developed for people on a ketogenic diet. So the what that enzyme, that enzyme, that product is a three-part um, process. Number one, it's designed to break down your proteins and fats. It doesn't have amylase in it, for example, like Masszymes. Masszymes has 17 different enzymes and, 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 and a, a, a real concentration on proteolytic enzymes because that's where you're going to get the most benefit. It's mostly expensive part. With KPEG, focuses also on the different lipases that are required. Lipase breaks down fats. And so people on a ketogenic diet oftentimes have trouble breaking down fats. I was one of those people. I didn't metabolize and digest fats. That's why I never went with the ketogenic diet. But when I added Capex and I, I was able to metabolize and digest my fats much better uh, than, uh, than I could. So I live on carbohydrates and do very, very well on that. We're Matt, for example, my business partner, he, 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 he can't do that. He, he does carbs once a week on a spike day and that's it. So the second stage that he did, so first uh, is to break down the fats and the proteins that you're consuming on a ketogenic diet. Um, and that's combining the, the, the lipase, the protease and the HCL. The second phase of that process is the L-carnitine, which is designed to take the broken down fats and, and transport it into the mitochondria. The mitochondria is the energy furnaces inside the body that, that is responsible for our energy metabolism. And so L-carnitine is the component that shuttles those in without the L-carnitine. And then the third phase of that was using the seven keto DHEA, which if you imagine your mitochondria is like an electron propeller and it spins on the, and, and, and there's a flow of electrons that go through that. And by that, it's kind of like your jet, it's like almost like a jet stream that's powering up. What seven keto DHEA has been demonstrated to do is to increase the spin of that propeller by about right. 20%. Right. And so what you're getting is a 20% boost in energy production because at the end of the day it's not about fats proteins and carbohydrates as far as energy performance or ketones it's really a process called electron covalent transfer all of that stuff needs to be broke down into electron and that electron needs to move from one place to another and that is the primary function of energy uh, production inside the body and if you go to dr. Jack Cruz um, who is probably one of the foremost authorities in the world on the function of mitochondria for health and longevity and energy production and a whole lot of variety of things. Um, he says that's the missing element in for many, many people and has a whole array of things that you can do in regards to that. So uh, he's uh, kind of abrasive, um, but he's, oh, yeah, Jack, extremely, yeah, yeah. he's extremely bright. And he writes his blog in two different levels. One that is very technical for for people who are very sophisticated in their model PhD type people in, in naturopathic doctors and another one that's in layman terms. And so I love the what he's doing in the world of, of you know, comparing those things. Yeah, he, he doesn't suffer fools. He's uh, I actually had Phil Escott on the show last week. Phil was a very close friend of Jack's. Um, he's uh, Phil's got a book out. He's, he's got a group on Facebook, 100% carnivore, but he's been carnivore for a while. Opposite to you, but once again, very open-minded, doesn't mind what people do. Uh, and yeah, Jack, um, <laughs> he talks about Dr. Jack Cruz quite a lot. It's interesting. And uh, it's really interesting that, okay, because so in the KPEX formula, there isn't actually any sort of like energy-boosting ingredients in terms of caffeine or anything like no, that. No, there's it's, no stimulants. So you're no producing, stimulants. That's what I mean, you're producing you're, yeah, you're producing energy not out of a nervous system response, but an excitatory response, which is things like, you know, caffeine and guarana and go-to cola and 
all the various things that, you know, if ephedrine and all those stimulants yeah. going all the way up to like, you know, cocaine and amphetamines, they're all excitatory toxins inside the body that activate a fight or flight response. Um, this is actually going right into the engine and it's like adding a turbo onto your car that's that's or, or a supercharger that's burning fuel that's already there just in a much more efficient rate to turn up the horsepower and energy and so even though i'm not on a ketogenic diet uh, i get up in the morning and i take my four capex in the morning to kick kick my body into gear all and um it's been great you know and and it's it, and I, I really appreciate to have that product designed and again that one was completely designed by matt and some ketogenic experts that he worked with in order to come up with that. And even though I'm on a plant-based diet, I was able to benefit from that product. Well, I was actually, that's one of the things I was going to mention because I, I'm not a keto, I'm not a keto. I, I actually have, I eat all, all foods, you know, carbohydrates, meat, but I do a lot of, lot of movement and uh, do well in everything really in terms of, I have quite a balanced macro, variable diet, as you do metabolic typing, I'd be a variable diet, you know, um, and so just looking, looking at it, I mean, if I, if you took them for a while and then you come off them, do you notice a difference? You know, what's interesting is there seems to be a buildup effect, uh, inside the body with all of our products. So, so uh, what I find is that, Oftentimes, people can cycle off them or cycle back on them, and, and, and you can kind of reawaken that experience. And on the other hand, um, I have yet to find a ceiling on mass times. There is a ceiling on CAPEX because of those other elements, um, you know, taking a high amount of lipase, for example, like super high levels of lipase could cause some problems over time. Also, there's a limit to the seven keto DHEA of, of how much your body could utilize. So most people will never exceed eight capsules in a day. And many people can only do like one or two at a time because that's, that's enough for them. It's like well, uh, capex. Yeah. Because right, yeah. on, on your fat loss stack, it says, just because I just want to get this one. Fat loss says, it says upon waking 10 of them. Yeah. Then before 2 p.m. on an empty stomach. Yeah. Five of them. Yeah. Then of each meal, four. Yep. So that's, that's so that's an that's a specific stack that you're looking to accelerate maximum fat loss. And this would be in a stage where people are titrating up. So when we talked about that uh, orthomolecular nutrition component, they're they're going to push that max, and you right. you'll, you'll want to push it until you start getting the runs. One of the things that what happens is. You definitely do not want to be taking the capex probably beyond 2 p.m. because most people will find that their mitochondria is so accelerated. They're not stimulated like they drank a bunch of coffee, but they'll be it'll be you know 12 o'clock at night and they're like, you know, maybe I should go out for a run or I, you know, <laughs> I need to read another book or whatever. So it does, it can you, interrupt, yeah. it can interrupt circadian <laughs> rhythms on sleep cycles for sure. I think I heard you, I think you heard Matt say that. I think he took them the first time um, after four o'clock or so, oh, I think it was. And he said he was like looking for extra work to do because he was, uh, yeah, buzzed up on that. But that's yeah, cool. So I just for myself, I, don't, I, don't I might start taking um in the morning, what do you say, four or four or something like that in the morning? Yeah, that's 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 what the the dosage for me. That's my sweet spot for me. I just take four in the morning, um, yep. and that's it. And I, and I, I'm good to go. I have in when I go out to, for example, I was at the Tony Robbins event 
which is a date with destiny, which I highly recommend everybody go check that out. And you're putting in anywhere from 12 to 15 hour days. And what I was doing is I created a little stack where I would take uh, four Capex in the morning. Uh, and I would also add some, uh, the primergen vitamins and minerals with that. I would take, uh, the bulletproof, um, unfair advantage. I'd take four of those capsules, which is high in PQQ. Uh, and then I would take the, um, the prime, uh, what's, what's his product called? The, uh, keto prime, a, a tablet, of keto prime. I would take that and half a cup. Or like a half bottle of Guayaki green tea. They're like um, biohacking. Yeah, yeah so, right, I would take yeah. That, <laughs> so I took that stack. I would take it in the morning, uh, first thing when I get up, so around 7 a.m., and then I would take another round about 2 p.m., and I literally went through three days. And if you've been to a Tony Robbins, you're jumping around, you're running, you're, you're, you're doing intense emotional activity and work, and I wouldn't eat all day. And I did that for a period of 72 hours. Um, actually, it was a little bit longer. That was three days. And then so starting the next day. So it was really more like about 84 hours that I went without eating anything. And uh, in my group, I was voted the most energetic guy in the group. So once again, I was able to leverage the these these effects by biohacking myself into I call it biological optimization optimizing all the components that gives energy and produces energy and and, and leverage those systems by creating these stacks and uh, it's been great um, yeah to, to be able to play around with these things and test them in the environment and then report back to people yeah that's I mean that's what it's all about right that's what Ben Greenfield does all the time I do it myself it's really interesting just to see like what these things do and creating your own stacks and seeing, and you know what, we always say that when you, when you're having eaten, you know, when you're, that's, that's when you're like the hunter, you know, when you've got all the energy to go and get food, when you've eaten, you can be like the lazy overeater, it just digest mm-hmm. some food and everything slows down. So it would make total sense to me whenever I've got a lot of work to do or anything like that, I need to be sharp. I, I don't generally eat I, liquids and maybe greens drinks and maybe some um yeah maybe a, like a bone broth things like that things easy in a digestive system you don't want to be sitting there using your energy to digest food as you mentioned earlier i think it's like 50 to 75 percent of people's daily calories just move food from mouth to anus um and so it's that like people yeah. don't understand that so last thing actually i'm gonna, gonna let you you decide the last the, the, the last thing but just for people out there just want to get into it because i want to touch on it a few times you yourself did a did a three-week period where you got yourself into competition shape. You was a bodybuilder, and you did it in three weeks. It would normally take you twelve, and you did this for yes. megadosing enzymes. Okay, yeah, so, a combination of things on top of that too. If I can yeah, share, yeah, yeah, both they want go to know. for it. Yeah, go for okay. it. I was going to say it seems like it seems because three weeks for anyone know that's that's a very short period of time. It's yeah. even to even to be able to train like you're about to say, you must have been like, I mean, was it was it. Did you feel the effects of it afterwards or was it actually quite smooth sailing because you're doing all the other things as well? Yeah, well, thanks. Thanks for asking. And I think it was a combination of factors, including the enzymes. And so I'll reveal exactly what I did. So keep in mind, this was in 2007. I had retired from competition after that 2000 Mr. Universe to work on my health. And during that time, as I cracked the code on health and we coached over 15,000 people around the world, we started to learn a lot. And so I said, okay, when 2007 rolled around, um, I was actually a student um, with um, a fellow that I've had on my podcast, Corey Hawley. 
He runs the Chi Institute. And he has an amazing nutrition course. It's fantastic. Uh, he's very knowledgeable bodybuilding guy. The guy is like at the time he was in his 50s, just an absolute great athlete master's athlete and he was going to the mr Uni he was going to the natural uh world championships in mr olympia and we were sitting around the table one day uh at actually uh michael dr michael colgan's we were at the his uh, power training camp oh yeah, yeah, yeah. another gr another great genius and their friends and i was part of that circle because i was learning from dr michael colgan at that time and we were sitting on his couch and we connected and 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 Corey said, Hey, you know, I'm, uh, I'm going to the world championships. I'm really excited about it. Cause we connected about our relationship with Arnold and pumping iron and Conan, the barbarian. And we had this great sharing. And I said, uh, geez, man, I think, I, 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 I think I can go. I said, what's the qualification for that? And he says, well, the contest is a number of months away. He goes, but there's, there's a, there's a national championship coming up in about three and a half weeks. And I, he says, I'm actually the MC for it. Now, I've been training, but not training as a competitive athlete. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I said, the idea got in my mind. I said, you know, I think I'd like to go to that. I think I'd be really fun if we were over in Greece together going to the world championships. You know, I haven't been in the worlds in four years. And so this crazy bug got in my eye and into my head, I guess. You know, I was like, can I, can I actually do this? Like, I know that I couldn't get in shape under the normal parameters. Cause usually I actually took more than 12 weeks. I would take 20 weeks preparation for me to get in. Cause I was not genetically blessed. Um, I had to kind of out condition my athletes and uh, the other athletes. So I always would show up harder, drier, more ripped and more symmetrical than a lot of my competitors who had genetic advantages over me. And then that could get me to the world. It wouldn't push me over the top of the worlds. Cause at the end of the day, you know, the top guys are just operating with a different body than I am. Yeah. Um, but I still could be my best. So I said, well, what would I do? The, the biggest component is the recovery component. How do I recover? And I knew that enzymes were a big part of the recovery process, that I could accelerate recovery if I could get uh, enough enzymatic reactions. The second part of that is I realized that I needed to be able to get the lactic acid out of my system from extreme training. So I, what I did is I said, well – I'm going to take a 12-week contest prep, and I'm going to compress it into three weeks. So I'm going to do all the workouts that I would do in that time. And then I'm going to have to find a way to recover from those workouts. And what I did was this. So I did a combination. Uh, I did uh, 100 enzymes a day divided in, in, in dosages of 10 basically every hour, hour and a half that I was up. Okay. Uh, the second thing that I did was I drank about um, – it would be about 10 liters a day of uh, Kangen water, which is an ionized water machine that uh, that I feel is phenomenal for recovery. And that's now been proven by Dr. Horst Wiltzer uh, who did human trials on it and showed about its reducing um, inflammation in the body and is serving as an antioxidant and also it boosts mitochondria function. I did that. I would do a hyperbaric chamber. I was pushing myself into a hyperbaric chamber every day. Uh, I was doing infrared sauna every day for about an hour and a half. I was also jumping on my uh, cellar sizer, which is a mini trampoline, yep. uh, five times a day. So I would work out three times a day, and I would jump on the trampoline five times a day. 
and then I would drink all this water to flush out the system. So I'm pumping my lymphatic system to get the body out. Then I'm super oxygenating. I'm also detoxifying from the sauna and I'm doing my workouts and I'm taking you know, extraordinary amount of mass signs so I could support myself chemically on that, uh, on that side. And literally I went from, you know, walking around in okay condition to contest ready uh, at a national championship, walked in, won uh, both of my classes and the posing championship that I went to because I was as a, as, as a junior master and I was also in the regular over the regulars types and uh, captured the title. And uh, three months later, joined Corey at the World Championships in Thessaloniki, Greece. And uh, we had a great old time in, in regards to that and, and compared ideas and thoughts. And uh, then I knew at that point that what I was able to do physiologically compared to other people was an absolute proven commodity. And I just been talking about that ever since and wrote a number of books and programs on that. That was like the origins of biohacking back in the day that Matt and I were in when we started in 2004. It was, uh, I don't even know how you managed to, I mean, training that much and doing that stuff, like how you even managed to eat food or like, you must've been doing nothing else. There must've been that three 100%. weeks. There, there, was no other thing, there was no other thing going on in my life. Uh, I was also, I would use, um, I was using a subliminal programming program developed by Dr. Lee Poulos, which is a two part. One is a subliminal program. One is a guided meditation that I would listen to every single day in, in a state. So, I mean, you know, I, I was creating a pristine environment in order for me to achieve those results. And, and, uh, of course I was, also, uh, that was uh, 13 years ago. So I was 13 young years younger than I than I am today. So that that was also a benefit. And no drugs, no chemicals uh, on any sorts, n anything. And, and I, I was also just on top of that, I was eating only a raw food diet. Right. So I was eating 85 grams of protein a day. That's all I needed to recover on that process. And and I wanted to do it on a raw food diet because no one had done the world championships on a raw food diet. So I said, well, no, let's throw that in as well as to, to really go for the gusto. <laughs> have you got Have you got pictures of you before and after? You know, you um, unfortunately, I did have pictures before and after. Uh, they got damaged in a flood at my parents' oh, house no. one time, and I so I lost some of those pictures, but. Uh, you know, that was the unfortunate part. This was before iPhones and cameras yeah, exactly. and digital media so, and all that stuff. So so, so how old were you then? 34? Yeah, I was 34 years old uh, at that time. Uh, that's that's yeah, my age now. So it's interesting. I mean, what the body can do. I mean, I'd be interested to see. I mean, you're older now, but I'm interested to see what can be done. But it just shows the power of those enzymes and flooding the but flushing the body out of all, all the toxins coming in. But 10 liters is a lot as well, isn't it? Like the average person. Oh That's, yeah. Well, uh, keep in mind, I'm, I'm training three workouts yeah, yeah. a day plus yeah. five rebounding sessions a day. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm creating yeah. a lot of toxins and for most people, you know, three to five liters would be sufficient if they're an athletic. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Wade, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you. Have you got anything that, that you would like to add that you think people need to know? Well, a couple of uh, great things for people who are listening to this podcast and they want to find out more, they can check out my awesome health course. We give it away on the course. They can just go to buyoptimizers.com and grab that. But I've got a special uh, for people who are listening to this podcast. So yep. if they go to buyoptimizer.co.uk 
and type in Revive15. They'll get 15% on any of our products. Keep in mind that all of our products have a 365-day guarantee that we will re- – if you try it for, for any reason you don't like it, we will return your money. And what we also said, we also have we'll fix your digestion guarantee. Sometimes when people will try a product that's really not the right one. They can call our customer support line, and what we'll do is we'll ask them a few questions if that product didn't work for them and say, hey, you know, maybe this is the product, yo. We'll actually send them out uh, send them out that product that we think will actually correct the condition. And if that doesn't work, they still get their money back, but nine times out of ten, that fixes it, and uh, we get that done. So the, basically, we take away all the risk. We back all their products. Uh, we don't believe that we've earned the the, the right to have your dollars if if we didn't fix the problem. So that's part of our message and that's what's allowed us to be so successful over the last 15 years. Awesome. And I think for um, listeners in the US and Canada, we've also got, because that was at your Revive site, that was at your UK site, Bioptimizers. Yeah, for people. Got, yes. Yeah, on the, on the bioptimizers.com, I think you've also got Revive US 15 yes. 15% yes. off there awesome yes. absolutely um, pleasure talking to you Ray. definitely want to get you back on um, at a later date but thanks so much for coming on thanks so much Ryan and I just want to commend you and the work that you're doing I went through all your website and looked it all out and I, I think it's so great that you're focusing on digestion the bottom line is we have a, a crisis of epic proportions I mean here in the US we've got 12% of the population uh, 12% of the emergency hospital visits that are ready to gastrointestinal issues, a third of the population suffering from digestive issues, a quarter of the population on prescription medication uh, related to that. Then you have the whole antidepressants, which is people can't make the neurotransmitters from a, a messed up gut. And the bottom line is, is you can correct a lot of those things. Uh, by fixing your digestion. So I want to thank you for spreading that message around. I really appreciate your work and appreciate what you do. So thanks, buddy. Uh, And anytime you want me back, I'm happy to help out. That's awesome. Thank you very much, man. Thanks. So there we have it. That was episode 144 with Wade Lightheart. And I must say, I'm absolutely privileged and humbled that I get to have these conversations with these fascinating people. It was a really... um, fun conversation for me to have and to speak to someone like Wade I mean all my guests are like that they're just fantastic people and yeah I'm just really feeling lucky that I get to speak to these people um and to share the message and share their 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 knowledge their wealth of information to you guys so we can really start to make a big long lasting change in this world and if you understand as Wade said and same as myself that you don't have to live in pain there is another way you just have to to come at things from a different perspective. And so, you know, as Wade said there, we said before the show, he's offering you 15% off the products if you're in the UK, www.biooptimizers.co.uk. Put in the code REVIVE15, you get 15% off. And if you're anywhere else in the world, head on head on over to www.biooptimizers.net and put in the code REVIVEUS15. That's Revive US 15 for anywhere else in the world. And you'd be in 15% off all their products. But yeah, it's fantastic to talk into Wade. And I definitely will be getting back on the show. And hopefully I'll even get, him, get to meet him uh, this year either in uh, Venice Beach or in London, which would be great. And um, definitely be adding his products to our affiliate shop because I want to be able to get the best products on the market out to you. As always... Um, also, as I mentioned before, my book is out, uh, The Chronic Fatigue Solution. So if you've been dealing with a chronic health issue like chronic fatigue or you just want to get 
yourself optimally healthy, you know, because prevention is always better than cure, then you can head on over to www.reviveyourself.com. Sorry, www.www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com. That's www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com where you can order your copy today and we've got the audio version too if you prefer to listen rather than read. And so before, it's £7 for the hardback copy and I'm not making any money out of it. It's just literally postage and packaging and printing and it gets shipped out to you. Um, Because I want you to get this information out there. Um, also, as I said before, head on over to our shop at www.reviveyourself.co uh, if you're looking for any of the best products on the market. And if you are dealing with a health issue and you're looking to overcome it and you haven't been able to get any relief and it keeps on reoccurring, then please send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co. That's ryan at reviveyourself.co and we'll have a chat about how we can help you. Um, oh yeah, and also if you have bought the book, then do put a picture of yourself up reading it um, with the hashtag the chronic fatigue solution that's the chronic fatigue solution hashtag on Facebook or Instagram for a chance to win our free 21 day health reset program okay that's it for this week guys and girls as always stay happy stay healthy and I'll speak to you soon bye bye if you're struggling with gut issues such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of The Healing Health Paradigm today.